So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the show. What if I told you I have three experts that will list this year a combined about 500 listings, and yes, 500 listings in this environment with low inventory, high interest rates, and beyond uber competitive situations just like you. So my advice is you buckle up, you start taking some notes, because I've got Carolyn Young, who between her and her team this year are gonna take a combined 260 listings. I've got Kathleen and Scott from their team who are gonna do about 240 listings. I think that's 500 on the nose. And we wanna unpack where are they getting these appointments? How are they getting these appointments? And then when they're there, what are they doing to win beyond just the obvious what most people could do, which is just reduce your fees and give away the farm and listen at an obnoxious price so you can walk away from this show with exactly what you need. So Kathleen, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Bananas. How long have you been in the business? Eight years. Eight years. And how long have you been listing properties? Uh, four years. Okay. So four years. So Scott, give us some context because you're running the team. Kathleen is your number one listing agent. Yep. How long in the business? Where do you guys work? How many transactions are you going to do this year? We'll close 500 transactions this year. Okay. I've been in the business for 21 years. Okay. And what was that? Where, and where's your office? Where are you guys Oh, Vero Beach, Florida. Where East is Coast. Where is Vero Beach? East coast of Florida, south of Orlando, and north of West Palm. Little beach side town. Love it, love it, love it. And just for context, average sales price? About 450. Okay, so $450. So very relatable for everybody across the board, but some high-end homes that oh, yeah. know you oh, yeah, service yeah. as well. Carolyn Young. Right, just coming off uh, you know, a remarkable year last year, but here we are, it's June as we're filming this. This will be published in July. Um, give some people some context. How long in the business? How many transactions are you gonna do this year? And you said again, you know, 260 combined between you and your team on listings. So give yes. me a scoop. So this year, um, my goal is to hit 600 transactions. Um, and we currently, well, we'll end up on about, because of what we're pacing this year, we'll go on about 300 listing appointments. We'll list about 270 homes and we'll sell somewhere in the neighborhood of 240 to 250. Okay. Got it. So some people are going to ask the obvious question. I know you have the same, what, what, you're going to have 30 or 40 listings that aren't going to sell this year in this market. No, because what, <laughs> so this is the thing they're all going to sell. And there's some people that things happen, right? You yes. know, life happens yes. sometimes. Yes. And, um, but there are always, my goal was always like, if people are waiting to do something like, as I get into October, November, and December, I'll go into January with like 40 listings in my yes. pocket. Yes. So I say, let's list now pre-market over the spring. Mm -hmm. So in January, February, I'm ready to roll. Got it. Got it. Scotty, same question. The, because you kind of said, Hey, well, you know, we're going to list this many, but they're not going to sell this year. Right. And some of them obviously are going to, some of them won't sell because they expired or like, you know, like you said, life, life happens. They take it off the market mm -hmm. or what, but we, we sell 80% of 85% of the ones that get listed. Got it. Okay. So let's talk about, we're talking about, you know, 300 listing appointments. I'm guessing somewhere in the same range if you're going to list 240 properties, that is a lot of listing appointments. The, 
the guy or gal listening right now, you know, they're trying to figure out how do I get like two a month? Mm-hmm. And, and if they're already at two a month, they're like, how do I get to four a month? So, so let's, let's have a quick conversation. Like if you were nurturing somebody on your team or you were starting over in a new market and you knew you needed to get two to four listing appointments a month in this crazy competitive environment, mm-hmm. Kathleen, you're first. Where, where are the listing appointments coming from and how are you getting them? I am making my calls. That's to who? To um, expires and withdrawns because we do have those right now. Okay. I am calling old expires and withdrawns that were on the market previously. Okay. Just circle prospecting and um, past clients in the sphere. We're doing um, keeping in touch, perfect all you know the touches okay. with our past clients and doing the Zillow. What do you think of the Zestimate? Uh huh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Are you shocked? Because it sounds like the same exact sources where you're just going to say ditto. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so, so let's play a game. Ready? You're the expired listing. You're making the phone call. Ring, ring, ring. You're the expired. I, I am the expired. Oh. You're the expired. You're the seller. She's oh, the okay. agent. Hi, this is Carolyn. Oh, hi, Carolyn. This is Kathleen with Compass. I was calling to see... Um, oh, I'm like, so nervous. <laughs> That's all right. You're, all, you're only happy. I noticed your home so was no longer in the market. I was kind of to see if you still wanted to get it sold. No, we, we don't. We took it off. Oh, I can appreciate that. What what happened when you were in the market? Yeah, we didn't sell. And so we're just going to hang on and wait until the market improves a little bit. Okay. And where were you going if you did sell? Um, we Well, we had our dream of downsizing, but with these high interest rates and stuff, you know, I think we're just going to stay put and let the market calm down. Well, if I could take 15 to 20 minutes of your time and show you uh, what the market's doing and possibly I am like so nervous. Don't be, just keep going. It's okay. You're doing great. Okay. Well, actually, what So if I can get 15 minutes of your time. um, And meet with you just to show you what's going on in our market because we just sold your neighbor's house down the street. Would that make a difference to you? If we could show you what we did over there? Do you have a buyer? <laughs> no, that I, sounds good. I, I You're certainly, she's in the whole right I conversation. Honestly, you, you know, got the whole right conversation. Right, right, okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna flip it, right? You're the expired, you're the agent. Thank you. Ready? <laughs> no, this is great, this is great. Then I have a go. quick question. Go. If we would have brought you an offer last week, what would you have done with it? Mm-hmm. That price. is one you can use. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Okay, so so you're you're the seller. Ring, ring, ring. Hi, this is, hello. Hi, is this June? Uh, yeah, this is June. Who yeah. says? Uh, June. Hi, this is Carol and Young. Hey, I'm giving you a call because I noticed your house come off the market last week, and I'm just wondering, is it still for sale? No, uh-uh, we changed our minds. It's just a bad market. Oh, okay. Well, I have to ask you. So, if that sale were to work out for you, where were you moving to? Well, I think we were going up north because I want to be near my family. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Well, what a great time of year to sell in your market because we're high season right now. So let me ask you a question. What stop? What is stopping you from moving forward? Well, we didn't get the price I wanted, so uh, I'm in no hurry, uh, and we have a place to go. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, I am an expert in this market, and I know this market so well. If it's possible... I would love to stop by. I just care about people in my market and I just want to make sure you're getting the best service possible. And if anyone in my market wants to sell and they can't sell, I want to make sure I'm able to at least show them some other options. I'm going to be in the area on Friday or Saturday. Absolutely no obligation, June, but would you mind if I just stopped by to share with you 
some things that maybe you were missing, just in case it's a possibility. Well, I guess it won't hurt, but I'm not going to sell. But That's no problem. No commitment. No problem. Okay. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday noon. Now, in fairness, this is like her third time on the podcast. I know. <laughs> so, all right. So, so the first thing is you're calling expires, and the person listening right now, and Scott, back me up on this. There's going to be a lot of people who say there's no expires in my market, and right. yet, if you really pay attention, there's expires in every market. Now, it might yeah. be slim pickings, but the biggest issue is going to be how do you stand out right. amongst the competition mm -hmm. to even get the appointment. Scott, you got an opinion on that? The, you know, what I hear over and over is also being consistent on the follow-up because they'll make the yes. first call one reason or another, they can't get the appointment, but I know I watch uh, Kathleen for years sometimes, mm -hmm. follow up with people to get the appointment and that consistency, uh, yes. we'll get it. Yes. Uh, is so, it a scheduled thing for you or is it a CRM thing for you? Is it just because you're a former teacher and you pay attention to details? What is it? Um, I have a schedule and I make my calls in the morning. In fact, if I miss that time slot, it throws me off. And it's like 8.30 to 10.30. I'm not allowed to check my emails, answer my phone. Sometimes I put the phone in the other room. Smart. And um, so it's it's very scheduled. And calling the same people, some of my listings are people that screamed at me and told me that they're... Uh, sure. Yeah. That never to call them again. And then yes. And we've listed them. So. And you have 16 active listings as we film this at... Right yes, now. yes. So, and the majority of those are expired and withdrawn listings. Okay. Scott, you were to say? And I, I think being empathetic because it's tough right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and I Carolyn, you touched on that. Just really being empathetic, helpful. caring, being helpful, being a resource. I think that's one of the things I see our team and I'm sure your team does is demonstrating uh, 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 you know, caring for the client. Compassion. Compassion. Yeah. I mean, if you think about like and again, we're going to shift away from experience in a minute, but you just think about the scenario, like we put our home in the market, we were all excited, we want to move closer to our family, we go through three months, six months, it doesn't work out. That is a frustrating experience, right? For So so I think, you know, starting out with that empathetic, I care, if it's genuine and it's real, it, you know, it's going to resonate for more people, right? Well, let's switch gears. What are you doing right now to get listings from your past clients and spirit? You mentioned my favorite all-time campaign, so I want you to go first. Right, so, so for the person listening, what I've been telling people is, you know, whether you like Zillow or not, doesn't make a difference, and Zillow's prices are almost always wrong, so we're actually gonna use that to our advantage. Zillow's a verb for a lot of people, so I say, take a screenshot of their home on Zillow, the Zestimate, text it to them, and any variation of, hey Scott, I was thinking about you today, I was on Zillow, saw your home, I've got my opinion on this price, what do you think? Are you saying something like that? Yes because I got that from you. We're good, you're approachable, I love it. Okay, so how many of you sent approximately? What kind of response are you getting? Is it working? I've sent approximately 50, okay. and I've gotten, most of my responses are, we're not selling, Sure. Uh, but thanks for checking in. Yeah. Um, and most of them, because I have them on a little alert and touched uh, annually on what their value is already, yeah. kind of knows that this is not. Okay. Like on a home bot as an example or, or a milestone, some way to Right, yes. right. On their okay. anniversary of okay. closing. So so what is working today beyond that, which sounds like you're just keeping people informed, which is always good. Mm -hmm. What else is working? Well, um just reaching out to them and saying, Do you know someone coming from service like a place yeah. of service? Yeah. So when I'm having a conversation with them to catch up to you, 
how their life is going. I used to um, be afraid to ask for business. Yes. And I kept hearing you say it over and over. Um, and so now I'll ask, I'll ask, is there anyone I can help that you know I can help with buying or selling? Good. And Good. so they do then say, a lot of times they're like, oh yeah, because I'm asking the question. Right, right, right. have an answer, okay. Scott, is there anything more that you want to unpack around past clients and sphere? I'm going to assume they're getting emails they're oh, yeah. getting calls, right? The whole team, clients, parties, events. So, 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 for the person reviews. listening, yeah, talk about that equity reviews. What's something that they're not doing? Um, I, I think so. When we're talking with our agents of have them have the equity reviews with their client, mm-hmm. and 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 that opens up opportunity. Whether they may or may not want to sell, that's right. okay. But they may want to invest. Yes. And so they may be want to tap, you know, some of the equity to buy a rental property or buy a second home or vacation home. But you're just being a financial advisor, being a uh, being a partner of theirs yes. and being part of their life. And, right. and it may not be the right time right yet, but you're being present, you're being there. And then you'll you'll know when to check in with them the next time. I heard a line last week and then I'm going to come to you with like tactically what else you guys are doing uh, was drop past. Oh just, yes, they're yeah. just clients. Yeah, yeah, they're just right. clients. I, I, I it's not calling on past clients, right? They are clients of yours, and you have a fiduciary responsibility to stay informed. Case you know what I mean? Like, say, like my financial planner from you know JP Morgan just texted me today. Hey man, thinking about you, just checking in. Right now, I know ultimately he wants me to buy more stuff or invest more stuff, but like he's a he's a dude. He's just checking in. We're staying connected. What is working tactically right now? Is email working? Is text working? Is phone calls working? Is events working to get some of the listings from past clients? So I think there's always a lot that we can do. And because yes. of the last conference I went to and we shared Care Bear, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, oh, so yeah. we hired one a couple months ago. So <laughs> Shout out, exactly. That, yes, that yes, was Care awesome. Yeah. So, but basically we're trying to take all of our clients and make it like a really, really good experience yep. for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're, Buying home side unseen, you can't get there for two weeks. Guess what? We're gonna let's go buy and check on the house yeah. for you on day of moving. Yes. We send yes. pizza, so we're making it like really, really personable. And a lot of people are like, I didn't even know agents do this kind of stuff. So they'll, I say, mm-hmm. you know, hey, anybody you have that needs, you know, this type of service, keep us in mind. So, so we're asking for referrals a lot more. Unpack what a Care Bear is, and I'm trying to find her uh, channel. Really yeah, fast. Well, you did. Yes, a, yes, yes. You did this. You're, that we, she we took that and listened to it like five times. Okay, hold on, I'm pulling up. Okay, so so what is a Care Bear, and what do they do? So a Care Bear is basically a client care coordinator. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Tom, you know, I kind of do things and then just build it. I just hired her and she's helping me build it. Yes. But right now, as soon as um, one of our sellers <clears throat> go under contract, honestly, we're doing it with our buyers too. When they go under contract, she gets the timeline she sees. And it's like, okay, if it's a quick move, hey, we're, we know you're moving quick. Do you need movers? Is there any work you want done? Can we go set up the contractor? We'll meet them for you. Um, on move day, who's moving you? How's it happening? They all know we're covered. That's great. Well, the first weekend, we want to send something out for um, Saturday for lunch or something. Like We're just making it a very personable experience. So uh, shout out to Lisa Munoz, right? Yes. I'm going to find her. So if you're, if you're listening to this. It's a great uh, podcast. 
So I did an interview on the podcast. It was amazing. Her, I wanted to get her Instagram account, which is find your Austin. So I, I don't want to misquote the numbers, but she basically said, Hey, last year we got like 97 referrals right. directly from Care Bear. Care Bear is a part-time person who used to be a transaction coordinator for her. Um, and then she was like, you know what? She just has too big of a personality. I think her secret sauce is going to be like loving on our clients, gives her a small budget. And, and you just do those little yeah. things. So that's starting to pay off. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. So let's, let's switch gears. We're in an uber competitive environment. There are people that will do nefarious things to win listings every single day in every market around the world. My question for the three of you is what do you do first and foremost to prep yourself? And then what do you do to prep the client? So when you walk in, however you do it, there's just a degree of separation from the very beginning. If in fact you're competing on that listing. So you want to go first? What do you, what do you do to prep yourself and what do you do, if anything, to prepare the client before you get there? So a lot has to do with who I'm going to see. If it's an expired or past client yes. or someone that we circle dial and they're interviewing. But yes. in this market, I, it's fair to say that everybody's interviewing yeah, several right. agents. Yeah, I don't true. even, you know, it, everyone is. So, yes. um, so I always, for me, ask how many people you're interviewing. Uh, what number am I? Because oh, I like that. What number um, am I? <laughs> and I, and I, no, I will tell you why. Because I want to be last, to be honest. But if it's okay if you're first, I'm first. I got to press harder to get the listing then. Right. Um, we have a very high closure ratio on them. But for me, um, I ask because if they tell me, "Oh no, I have two people coming over. I have no more time until Saturday morning," I say, "Okay." But I'll tell them a little bit, ask them a lot of questions. They know I really care about their house and I'm being very thorough. I'll send an email out with a pre-listing package. I say, you got to check out some stuff on our team, but you have to make me a promise. Do, I know you're going to get excited about a couple people, maybe one, two people that you talk to, but do not sign before I come. It'll be a big mistake if you don't give me the opportunity to share. If you don't choose me, it's no problem, but wait till I get there. Because if you don't, they'll call, oh, I just signed with the last agent, she was great. Imagine if you could sit down over the course of three days with 82 different agents and team leaders who combined sold more than 6,000 homes in the last 12 months, where they broke down in detail how they generate a steady flow of listings in this market. Everything from the marketing they use, the checklist to get it done and organized and be consistent, the scripts and dialogues, the follow-up strategies, the tools, and more to implement it. That is my promise of this year's Success Summit. In this environment, you can no longer be asking yourself how. Instead, you've gotta find plays that work and simply run them. Race to TomFerry.com, book your reservation. Make sure that you absolutely position yourself above and beyond in your marketplace, truly becoming the market of one. Yeah. So that way they kind of have an obligation to that. Right. Um, and most of them will stick with it. And of course, if you go first, you tell them there's no need to talk to anybody. So else. we're here at the <laughs> Phil Jones event. I'll, I'll give you one little adjustment. You're a master at scripts. It's, hey, can, can you do me a favor? Mm -hmm. Yes. People say yes. And they have, no, I'd say, could you give me all of your money? Right. Like the, <laughs> just when you, you know, when you have a little rapport and you're saying, hey, we're going to meet on Saturday. So we have enough rapport yeah. that I can say, Scott, can you do me a favor? Yes. Hey. Just promise me that you'll wait to meet with me before you choose your agent. Can you do me a favor? Right. Can you do me a favor? No problem. Right? I mean, we live in a world of, of this sort of like 
I'm doing you service. You're willing to, mm -hmm. you know, you've been ingratiated to me to say yes. Right. So I would add that in, just watch the adjustment. Do me a favor. So like you, you send a pre-listing package. Yes. Tell us what's in your pre-listing package. So we have our marketing book digitally. Mm -hmm. We have, I do a bomb bomb video. So because of this expired with John, yeah. they get, kind of get to know me a little through that right. video. So stop, stop there. What do you say in the bomb bomb video? Introduce myself, let them know what's below in the email. Mm -hmm. We have some digital marketing, so we'll send a video so they can kind of look at that beforehand and they can formulate what questions they may have for us when we're there. Good. And then we also have, because we're a team and there, you know, there aren't a lot of big teams in Bureau Beach. And so I sent um, an admin introduction video where they put together a video about Smart support of all the support they get in advance. Smart. So that's what we send beforehand. So and then everyone, yeah, go ahead. And then every once in a while we'll uh, put in like a lifestyle video of a home that's comparable to theirs that we've done. Mm -hmm. so we always do the lifestyle videos on, right. the, on the houses. Okay. So we're trying to get them to uh, like us and kind of get wild ahead of time. Yes. And that way we can sit down with them and talk more about what their needs are and, you know, how can we help them. And, and whether they look at it or not, we hope that they do. And most of the time they do. Yes. But then we can really get into their current situation, and then if there's anything about the marketing, then we can drill down into it during the listing appointment. Do any of you pay attention to personality types when you're when you're shocking these prospects? So like if they're like a high D, right? right they're probably not going to watch a four minute lifestyle video, right? Right. But, but they might they might look and go, how many homes do they sell? And okay, right. So mm -hmm. so how do you how do you adjust or do you adjust? your pre-listing package, and then we're going to get into the appointment in a minute, before if you identify this person's a high S or a high C or a high I, and they're just like, oh my God, I'm just so excited. We can't be able to really, you know. What do you guys do? So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. So I, I basically always talk to them before I send anything out, right? So when you're talking to someone, you can tell if they're to the point yeah. or if they're mm -hmm. super analytical. I send the same package no matter what, okay. but I, I I know if I'm talking to a real ID, I'm going to say, hey, I'm sending some information over, try to take a look at it. If not, we'll cover uh, ground when we get there. Yeah. But at least they try and take a look at it. Yeah. I know, I, I know they're probably not going to. Yes. So, you know, okay. Some of them you know. Yes. But it's okay. At least you have a professional email out and you have the appointment. Right. So. Go ahead. I like taking advantage of when we're at the listing, and this may not be what everyone does, but I like them showing me around the house. I'm, I'm seeing around the house, I'm seeing the things, but what I'm doing during that time, I'm learning what their needs are and what kind of people they are, what, yes. what their personality yeah. type is and what their hot buttons are. Very, very um, subtle conversation. Yes. Yeah, very subtle. And that way I know how to address all of their needs during, mm -hmm. you know, when we're setting down. Right. Um, I wish we ran into more high D's, but we, we, I don't run into very, you know, yeah. <laughs> high D's in our market. What's the one question that you ask when you're looking through the house that maybe isn't so obvious? That you ask about the house yeah. that's not or, obvious? Or you just ask. Um, I, I mean, for me, the only thing that, like, I always, when I walk through the house, I never, and I have people tell me this, that they'll go through the house and point out problems. Like, that's not for the listing of like you want to yeah. get the yeah. listing. Yeah. I don't say, you ever think of fixing this or, or <laughs> are you going to paint this? I don't say yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have a notepad and I take notes mm -hmm. as I'm going through and I compliment mm -hmm. the things that are great. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking anything else until 
I get to the appointment, we sign it, and then I'm going to ask more detail about that. If I can, if I'm in the right modality with the client, and I do like a high D, I wouldn't ask this question, but the other ones I will is like, what's your favorite room in this house? Yeah. And like, and have them tell me about it, and then we're creating a relationship yeah. indirectly, you know, right away. Good. So, okay, so let's let's switch gears. I want to know you're in the middle of your presentation. You are clearly competing with someone. Kathleen, mm-hmm. what do you do to win? Well, we um, we try you to cover. You such a former teacher. Write <laughs> your notes. I love for the person listening on audio. She yeah. was a teacher for a long time, and all teachers become phenomenal real estate agents. So you're looking at your notes. She grab your notes, get them up close, and tell us yeah. what do you do to win in that uber competitive situation? Carolina coming to you next. I think what we we do if we have the laminated cards, which I got from Carolyn, but if they're gonna gloss over, that's not what they want. But we talk about, you know, our Zillow referral partnership, the Google pay-per-click, what kind of money that we're spending. Yeah. Um, but really, I think gaining rapport at the beginning and getting to know their needs and then going into um, everything they wanna know, like pricing, the pricing strategies, market and just having everything there, like bringing everything to the table and some of it you won't use and some of it you will. Mm -hmm. Being over-prepared. So when you lose, why do you lose? Um, Well, we had, okay, sometimes it's commission. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, We just had one, I mean, if it's okay, we just had one that we lost and uh, we went on it together and I, you know, we we talk about the 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 listing appointment afterwards and found out what you know what went wrong or how we felt it went. And um, I was misunderstanding their question about commission because we have a you know six uh, percent of if there was a full broken five percent or none. And he had like a question basically asking how did he get five. I didn't understand that. Yeah. So I basically repeated what it was. And yes. so uh, yes. so we missed it on commission. We would have we would have done it at the the 5% in this, this case, sure. but we just, just missed it. So that was, so it was a listening thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sort of the pressure. And that's on her. But, but the thing yes. we learned, I'm like, next time, if you see where I'm stumbling, you know, or I miss something, vice versa, just say, are you looking for a 5% commission? That's what we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. So if we lose, we lose over commission. So I'm going to go to Carolyn with you. Pressure cooker moment, moment of truth. Hey, you know, a lot of agents we've met with, all seem to sell a lot of houses, all have big personalities like you, all seem to do a lot of marketing. Why should we list with you? So I, I I guess once you do the listing presentation, you don't get that question. Right. That's what I think. You, so, you don't. Yeah. Normal humans do. But, but so this is I the agree. thing. If you get that question, you did not give enough value in the beginning. Right. So, right. so when I go, I have the, when we know, I have yes. those slides. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm always so excited about the opportunity to work with them and share what I'm doing. Yes. And I lay so much out that if they look at me and say, well, we have to decide who we're going to choose, I'm like, am I missing something here? Like, I don't know what else, you know, what else are you looking for? Right. So, but there is, you know, so for, for context, the person who you know, wasn't at some last year, has never heard you on one of my podcasts before. 
in 2020, how many listening bonuses you got? I know that was a couple years ago, but just so, so just the like, if you put yeah. context of everything, right. when I started coaching with you about six years ago, I was listing about 12 homes a year. Yes. And then when I went all in on expires, which, and then my big year before I really started growing the team, um, I went on 210 appointments and listed 197 by myself. So, but but I would say for people to say, because I know when I first started doing it, Tom, honestly, my listing presentation was your 18 points that you had on the website. That was my listing presentation with a generic folder, right? That's what I did. But so was I as good in the beginning? No, but if you go on more, like if you're a new agent and you want two listings a month, do listening presentations to your mother, your brother, or yourself in the mirror. Exactly. Just keep doing it until you get it. You get it. Yeah. Yes. Because sometimes you just go in and just they're just trying to design. And you don't have to call a buyer's call. And you don't have listings call around um, a, a, a house that just sold in your in, in your office. You can call around that listing. Like there's always people to call. Like yes. it's just you know it's not that hard to get a couple. And Caroline, on the listing presentation, I find that I the internalizing that, like the agents are super internalizing. Because in order to practice it, you have to internalize it. And if they internalize it, then it's just second nature in presenting it. Because then that's all you're doing is presenting it. And it's like fun. Yes. It's not yes. stressful. Yes. If you want a copy, Caroline, if they want a copy of your slides, sure. Just shoot me an email or go to uh, Carolyn Young Team. Yep. Um, on Instagram, send a message, and I'm happy to send it out. It's not a problem. Get several thousand of those requests. But, but what's, what's cool about this, again, knowing the story, because, you know, um, our gal up in Canada. Yeah, Jackie. 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 Yeah. I got from Jackie. So Jackie yeah. stood up one day and I here in New York City, and she was like, I just laminated all these slides. So basically she took, just for you, think about this, listening. She took everything that she would present as a degree of separation, as a service to her clients, the way that she attracts buyers, the way that she stages, the way that she does her transactions, the way she does client care, the way she does communication. And she converted into like 35 laminated slides. And then she pushes them in front of the client and says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and we're going to do this. And obviously I'm doing the fast version of that. You took that thing, put it on steroids, you are needed. I spread it up all over the table and I loved when you like dropped everything and during um, what is it? There's just so much that I'm doing. But, right? but you know, it's like all because you know, in all fairness, yes. for anybody starting out or anybody that's experienced, the number one question when you walk into a listen and you sit down with someone, the number one question is thank you so much for having me over. Tell me, what are you hoping to achieve for our meeting today? Because if they say, I want to know your commission, you better lay out your value. If they say, you know, um, you know, when can you get the photos? Or how are you different? How are you different than other agents? Or, you know, our market's real real competitive because we have everything has 5, 10, 15 contracts on it. And, you know, it's, so it's real competitive. So, you just have to know what they want so you know what to deliver. I like asking an opening question like that as well. And mine's a little different. It's just, you know, let me know any, any questions you may have. Like, right up front, I hate going through the whole presentation and they've got a burning question. Right. What's most important to you? Yeah. You yeah. just want to accomplish tonight. Right. I well, think that's key. So, so, Kathleen, as we wrap this up, um, 
You've been a real estate agent for eight years. How long were you a teacher? 24 years. 24 years. And what did I say when you walked in? That teachers uh, are great real estate agents. Because they can manage 26 to 30 kids simultaneously, endless amounts of details, kindergartners, I knew you were going to kill it, yeah, and parents, right? Um, eight years in the business, four years as a buyer's agent, now transitioning to a listing agent. Give us one thing you had to do in the very beginning to transition from a buyer's agent to a listing agent that made you successful today. That is mindset. Tell us. It was my mindset. I felt like I, I couldn't do it. And as soon as I just jumped in and did it, and I'm a teacher, so I studied. I studied Caroline. I studied yep. your yep. podcast. Yep. And, and once I just had it in my mindset, I came from a place of service rather than this is a presentation. Right. So I used to just throw up on people and talk about myself. Yes. And and now asking questions, being curious, and coming from a place to help them, especially the experience of the job. And in your uh, your schedule, I saw um, you like night and day change your schedule, and the uh, her morning routine really starts the night routine. Yes. And so that was a game changer to her. And then it was fun when we first, very first, uh, uh, for agents that are out there that are on a dialer. Threw her on a dialer on Inspire, and she's like, "This is crazy." She's nervous at first. It did not be. She's like, "This is this is crazy." It's like getting batting cages. Just don't make batting cages. But yeah, just throwing yourself into it and just doing it, do your thing, and don't make excuses. Just pick up the phone. You know, I love that phrase. Do your thing. Make contact. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Scott, the hardest part about transitioning from being the top listing agent on the team and same same partial question for you to now handing over the reins and saying Kathleen you go on the appointments what was the hardest part and how did you get over it um it started with my mindset uh but then I I I learned um I talked to a bunch of people and they told me these complicated ways of doing it yeah. I had 20 or so impending and I'm like on a Tuesday I'm not doing it yeah. and then that forced the action and then as soon as I got a lead, I don't care if they're my past client, been with me for 10 years, I did, then I would give it over to Kathleen or Jason or another team member that yes. was on the team. With an intelligent handoff yeah. from the client. Very, very yes. smooth. Yes. And I would even, if they were super close with me, I'd be with them. Yeah. And then like talk the agent up and then work the things that I do in the background to support them. Yes. And so just doing it blind faith and, and just kind of burning What's it called? Burning the boat. Yeah. So it was now. Now I can do more living vicariously through them than yes. I could all by myself. For sure. Scale so, myself. And it comes on the listing appointments if we, you know, if it's a good fit, and that's really nice to see the team, part mm -hmm. of the team that yes. really are a true team. Right. And it's not just me saying we're a team. That's yes. Really right. I I love the. The sales component of it, so yes. I, I don't think I'll ever be out of the sales side. Yes. All right. The person that has two to four listing appointments a month right now, and they want to go to eight to ten. What do they have to do? Pick up the phone. <laughs> like, I'm now getting memed with people like you know Tom Ferry keeps telling me to pick up the phone, and then they show themselves like dancing around the office instead. Please don't do that, or do it. It's kind of funny. Make sure you tag me. I think so. You, what does that mean? Pick up the phone. It's just that if you, it is real estate is, uh, and it's becoming more and more competitive. Yes. And you're not going to sit there and wait for the low hanging fruit to no. fall on your lap. No. You have got to pick up the phone. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you want to call your friends, your clients, if you want to circle dial, if you want to call 
expires if you want to call. But if you don't call people, yes. you're not you going to get appointments. Yeah. I want to steal something you and I were talking about a while back ago. When uh, if someone is has a two hundred thousand dollar a year job, they have to come to work. Right. <laughs> right. You can't just say I don't right. feel good today. Right. I don't feel like making my <laughs> or my mindset's not right. Or building my software. <laughs> or, yes. or the worst is that yeah. people will say, and I hear this from new agents even on the team when they start is. I tried it and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. You, you did what? You made 20 calls and you didn't get a listing. So now make, you know, 500 and tell me how it works out. So right. it's more, more to get better. Yes. Right. People dramatically underestimate the volume of work, right? Mm-hmm. The velocity that you have to create, the momentum you have to create, the amount of work you have to do to achieve the things you want to achieve, right? You can't make calls two days a week and complain that you're not being successful. And oh, none of us said cold call. I mean, you could, you could call around listings and sales, but I wouldn't even call that cold. I'm doing a value add to the service. Hey, did you hear about your neighbor? They just got four hours on their property. Right. Oh my goodness, you know what this means to your home value? Like that, that is a service call in the community versus like a straight cold call, I guess. Absolutely. Anyway, the point is, Work ethic trumps everything in this environment. Right. Absolutely. All right. So we got to wrap. Kathleen, you're snapping your say, finger there. Talk to us. <laughs> do the hard things first. Do, yes. the, do your calls first. Yes. That, otherwise, you'll avoid it. For and you put it in your schedule, and that's clearly worked out. How many homes are you going to sell this year? 70. 70? You realize how good that is? Uh, it's not as good oh. as last year, but yeah. oh, <laughs> all right. Well, in fairness, we're sitting here in 2023. Real estate's only about two things: cycles and population growth. Right. Population growth good. continues to boom. We're always going to be fine, but we're just in a high interest rate, low inventory environment. So if you're slightly off and selling 70 homes in a year and complaining, someone on this podcast wants to punch you. <laughs> Someone's like, I'm going to sell seven. You're selling 70. I'm going to smack her. All right. Send it with love. Send it with love. Okay. So what did you receive from this? What did you hear? What did you get? Follow every one of them. They're all going to be on Instagram. You can see it all. If you're listening to this, um, hey, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Who else do you want us to interview? What else can we continue to deliver you more value. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Listening. Listening <laughs> here. I'll see you soon. Thanks. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.